0: Welcome to episode 146 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, probably MySpace at some point, (laughs) at TDR Explorer. (laughs) Mm. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And joining me, as always, is the beautiful Patricia.
1: I'm Trish. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram under Love. And I have lately been on the search for the perfect birthday sticker at the parks. And I might have found it. What? Okay, so. <laughs> I was talk- what is this? I was talking to a friend. And um, she had a friend who, um, for her birthday, she wanted to go and, like, get as many stickers as how old she was. And she wanted really cute stickers. So what she would do is she would go to the stores, like, in the morning when they were empty and ask for the cast member who was, like, the best cast member at drawing birthday stickers. And she came up with, like, so many, like, fantastic designs for birthday stickers that the cast members made her so the other day we went with my sister-in-law and we were having kind of like one of those weird days you know where everything was at the beginning of the day kind of going wrong for whatever reason so we go to get a birthday sticker and the first one is like really serious it's like um nani i'm not gonna say her name but nani Nani son right and, and she's a girl she's like oh, i want something cuter and there's like no design on it at all And we're like, okay, let's go ask another cast member. So my son runs up to his custodial guy, and he asks him for the sticker. And the guy gives him a blank sticker, which I've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even ask him what the person's name was or anything. So we're like, what is going on? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, this is our mission tonight, is to find a cute birthday sticker. So we went at first to the pirate store, because that's always empty. Not the one, like to the right of the attraction, but the one to the left where they used to have pins and it started to get cuter. We're like, oh, this one's pretty cute. I, we originally, like I told my son, like ask them something really crazy, like ask them to theme it to pirates or something, you know? And she didn't theme it to pirates, but like, it was really cute. So we're like, okay, okay, we're getting better. And I'm like, okay, what's the next most emptiest shop? Okay, the perfume um, boutique, right? So I'm like, go to the perfume boutique and ask them to do something like, that matches the store's design and he came back with the most amazing birthday sticker. And it was like Cinderella and it was kind of like matching the blue of of the shop. And it was adorable. It was like the best birthday sticker I've ever seen. And then we're like, oh my God. And then we we were waiting um, to meet up with my my husband and um, his mother because we were all meeting up for my sister-in-law's birthday. And so then we we rushed over to the store. We're like, oh, my God, your sticker is amazing. And um, we're like, you know, it's our birthday next month, you know, in September. Will you be around this shop? And she's like, actually, I work all over Adventureland. You know, I work in the different shops and I work even at the game place and everything. So I'm not sure where I'm going to be. And we're like, could you do our stickers in advance? And she's like, yeah. And she drew for me like this really lovely Rapunzel. And for my son, whose birthday is on the 11th, she drew him a Tinkerbell, which is really, really, really cute. And she's just amazing. And her name is um, uh, uh So if you're in Adventureland, check her out. She is amazing. And she's so sweet and kind. And she does the best birthday stickers.
0: That's a lot <laughs> just for birthday stickers. I love that. Right? <laughs> but,
1: like, we got, like, the, my, so my friend's friend did, like, one for each year that she's you know for her birthday which is kind of cool and she just collected a bunch of them
0: that's actually pretty clever i like that right
1: that's a fun idea right
0: (laughs) that is a fun idea it'd take a lot of time but i think that's fun she
1: she took up like a whole month to do it (laughs) her birthday month
0: (laughs) oh really yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is amazing i love that oh I wonder if she posts any pictures on Twitter at all.
1: I wonder. I know she shared them online with friends, but I don't know if she posted them on social media.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're not really going to be talking about Tokyo Disney this episode in terms of birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we're going to talk about Hong Kong this episode. But Hong Kong does do birthday stuff.
1: They have a birthday button badge, which is
0: awesome. Which is great. I guess it's not as creative, I guess, because you don't get people drawing on them. Not that I know of, anyway.
1: But it lasts you longer. That's
0: true. And you can
1: actually draw on them because it has um, the place where you can write the name with the marker, I think, still, Uh like the U.S. parks. So they could draw, like, little Mickey's and stuff if they wanted
0: to. That's true. But I guess you're not going to get, like, a Cinderella on it or something.
1: Probably not.
0: (laughs) But either way. Either way, yeah. But... Yeah, I, f- I figured for this episode, kind of to play off of... It was a few episodes ago where we talked about how to plan a trip to Shanghai Disneyland. Mm-hmm. We figured we'd continue the trend and uh, move on to Hong Kong and talk about how to plan a trip for Hong Kong Disneyland.
1: Sure. and I love Hong Kong, man. It's one of my favorite parks.
0: It is. It's... One way I describe, uh, like, if someone asked me to, des- to describe the three... Asian parks mm-hmm. or, like, resorts, I say Tokyo is hard mode,
2: <laughs>
0: Hong Kong Disneyland is easy mode, and Shanghai Disneyland is insanity mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's kind of how I like to describe it.
1: That, that actually works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we get into that, just want to talk really quick about our Patreon and thank you so much to everyone who's contributing already to our patreon you know who you are thank you so much we cannot thank you enough for that and if you'd like to contribute to us on patreon you can do so by going to patreon.com slash tdr now and we do have different levels of perks depending on how much you like to pledge one of our most popular ones is the $2 level. And this gets you early access to all our episodes. So you'll get the <laughs> newest episodes 24 hours before everybody else. So you can hear us mess up before everybody else or <laughs> all that fun stuff. So if you'd like to do that, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And, well, we do have a little bit of news. Just a Incipient.
1: We have news. Tiny bit of news. What's our news?
0: Just a little bit. Uh, our Universal Studios Japan ebook is out. <gasps> Yay! Oh. Congratulations! Yay! Clapping. <laughs> Thank you. And it wasn't all just me. Of course, there was a bunch of us that worked on it as well. Uh, very happy that it's out. <laughs> it was, it was uh, a long time coming. Let's just put it that way. Uh, we wrote, I, I wrote, like, I wrote the initial, like, I wrote most of the book. Or I should, I should say, I wrote all of the book. <laughs> and then I had people obviously help with editing and all that fun stuff. Um, but did it in half the time of the TDR one. That's good. I guess. I don't know. My, my sanity is a little, I don't know, out the window a little bit, but. <laughs> well, it. it It helped that I kind of had a template to work from with the Tokyo Disney one. So I kind of had like I knew the layout and what I needed. Mm -hmm. So that saved a ton of time. But probably the hardest part was uh, there's less information about USJ in English than there is Tokyo Disney. And we know how much there is no English or sorry, no. Information on Tokyo Disney in English. So, USJ is even worse than that. So, there was a lot of uh, reading the Japanese guidebooks. Like, I bought like three different USJ guidebooks in Japanese, and I was reading through them and trying to figure out certain things and trying to like cherry pick things that would pertain to. A non-Japanese person, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know how Japanese love to get very detailed about things. Sure, sure. Like to the point to the point where it's like, why?
1: Because it's <laughs> why important. does that matter? It's important. It matters. That's why people <laughs> buy the guidebooks to get all the in-depth, like super detailed information.
0: Yeah, like some of these, I, like they had some itineraries in some of these Japanese books that were down to the minute, which
1: that's a little I don't unrealistic. Like.
0: Yeah, I look at that and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it from the entrance to the park to Harry Potter by 9.03 a.m. Like, I don't know how far back I'm going to be in the line. (laughs) It just it's like that level of detail to me is almost unnecessary. Mm
1: -hmm. It is unnecessary. Yeah.
0: But anyway, that helped out a lot. And it's now out. You can buy it on the website. It's all there. Check it out. And... I uh, don't know when I'll do the next one. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of booked out <laughs> at the moment of writing because it's just it's so much work. Because
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. you know, with like blog posts and stuff, it's just kind of you know, you write write a blog post, maybe takes a day or two, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Books are months. <laughs> yeah,
2: you have
0: to plan it out. You have to see what chapters you have. You have to do your research. You have to obviously write everything, and then you have to have someone go through it and go over it and we talk about it like do we really need this this is not clear this doesn't make sense this is not consistent with the rest of the book and there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of editing Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. it's very tiring very mentally exhausting but i think it's it's worth it
1: for sure and i think it's going to help so many people
0: it really is especially with 2020 coming and the new super mario (gasps) nintendo world so exciting so much so much good stuff coming out
1: there is there really soon, is so
0: if you haven't picked it up yet uh make sure you go check out our website TDRxport.com, where you can pick up your copy the TDR Export guide to universal studios japan and if you liked our tdr book you're gonna love the usj book trust me so go check it out right now perfect all right enough about that really quick in the parks um i guess you kind of did yours already <laughs>
1: I had all kinds of adventures in the parks because we did like an after six thing, which we usually don't do, um, yeah. but it's been so hot lately mm. that we felt like if we were going to go as a family, it kind of had to be after six because we tried on the weekend and it was just like we gave up. Um, and we, we did like just like, um, like after six attractions, like we rode Pirates a couple of times, we did the Mark Twain and we got our little card stamped, which was super fun. We tried the It's a Small World. Pizza, which was really good, and you know we did. Oh, we found Disneyland cats, so we did like a lot of fun stuff. We caught the parade, we caught the nighttime show, the second showing, of course, because you can get the perfect view without waiting. Um, yeah, and it was great.
0: How was the the It's a Small World pizza? The the new one. I haven't had it yet.
1: I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Ooh. Yeah, it's got eggplant and like mincemeat, and it's like slightly spicy. Like not, it's oh. not really spicy, but you know, it, you know, it's fine. Quite- <laughs>
0: Because it's I Asian quotation flavor, parts. isn't it?
1: Yeah. And it's a good flavor. Yeah. And I got mm, the a little um, bag. I got the little. Um,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small world lunch case.
1: I did. It's really cute. And it's useful.
0: It's an easy souvenir, a useful souvenir, I guess.
1: Oh, for sure. And the little <laughs> drink that they sell there, the blue sparkling tapioca, whatever drink is super, super good.
0: <gasps> I didn't like it.
1: What? Why didn't you like it? <laughs>
0: I don't like them. I think they were kind of tasteless and just taste like sugar.
1: It's, it's a it's a little sweet, but it wasn't too, too sweet.
0: I don't know. I, f- I guess with tapioca, I feel like it should be in milk tea, not a fizzy drink.
1: Uh, I get what you're saying. But like the tapioca in this one is not like the tapioca that they usually put in the milk tea. It was like the one that pops
0: oh yeah kind of almost like fish eggs
1: yeah yeah it does it's it's like little ikura but instead of like tasting like fish it's like sugar (laughs) yeah Yeah, so
0: anyone out there that's actually had fish eggs know exactly what we're talking about it
1: is that exact same little burst that the fish eggs do (laughs) okay yeah yeah
0: fair enough fair enough speaking of tapioca um for the first time ever i had the Sour white sparkling drink in Toontown at Huey Dewey Louie's Good Time Cafe.
1: Oh, how was that?
0: It was. It wasn't bad. Again, I'm not a big fan of like the fizzy drinks with the tapioca, but the tapioca inside of it. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know they were Mickey Mouse shaped. I thought what? they got rid of that.
1: Oh my god, that's so cute.
0: Yeah, like the. So it's kind of hard to see because the sour white is like a milky white color. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tapioca inside, I, I think they were different colors, but they're all Mickey shaped.
1: Aww.
0: So, I like that better than the blue one.
1: I like that they're Mickey shaped, yeah, for sure. But I don't like sour white drinks.
0: I don't even know how to explain sour white drinks to people.
1: It's like yogurt flavored, kind of. Kind of? Kind of. But it's
0: sour. But that sounds bad. Sour yogurt sounds terrible. Um, I mean,
1: but it's not bad. It's not bad. No. But it's not my favorite. Like, even when it's like the sour white beer, it's not bad. But it's It's just not like, it's not like my preference. You know what I mean?
0: If anyone's had like the Kelpis drink. Yeah. It's like that, but fizzy.
1: That's exactly it. Yeah.
0: And a little more sour. And that's a sour white. Mm Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, "What are you guys talking, you talking about? about?"
1: It's like yogurty but fizzy and sweet and sour. And Sour.
0: We're we're not helping at all. <laughs> we're definitely not helping. <laughs> try it yourself. Try it yourself. Just and... give it
1: a try. Because when yeah. when else are you going to try it? You know.
0: Exactly. Um, is that all you did at the park?
1: Um, park because we went to Disneyland.
0: Land. Fair
1: enough. Oh, I went to the Star Wars concert today. The Star Wars they play you know, like the one where they play the the orchestra plays the music to the movie?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we saw um The Empire Strikes Back. Oh nice. And they played. How was that? It was so cool. And they even start out with like the 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 20th century like opening. Like you know, they started out with that, and it's it's crazy. It must be so exhausting for the the conductor and the musicians because like especially the second half of the movie I never realized like like looking at this movie because we've we've been to one of these before and it seems like the music is pretty continuous all the way through which looks exhausting already um for this one the way I guess the music used to be in movies is slightly different I guess just like editing is is slightly different today right and it's interesting how the music like differs, like in movies that were made back then to the movies that are made today. And so it's kind of interesting to see like the moments where there's silence, like complete silence musically. Um, And then the second half, it really picks up and they're like, like going at it. It's like, oh my god, you can do it musicians. And during the credits too, it's really, really cool.
0: Oh, I wish I saw that. That sounds like fun.
1: It's still going. I think there's one more going on, I think for the last movie. So and I think there's still tickets available.
0: Oh, I'm going to look. Once you're done, I'm yeah. going to go look.
1: Check it out. Check it out. Because oh, it's very sounds cool.
0: Fun. As for myself, uh, I was at Disneyland yesterday,
2: which Ooh. by the
0: time this episode comes out, it's going to be like two weeks ago. But <laughs> uh, it was raining and they canceled the electrical parade. But I went and they did uh, Nightfall Glow instead, which is you. always nice. Like I, I was kind of thinking of leaving because I was thinking, oh, it's raining and mm-hmm. I don't uh but then I thought no 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 they're going to do nightfall glow because I never stay when it's raining I usually leave True So I stuck around and yeah they played nightfall glow and I, it's such a cute little parade it's very short but it's better than nothing
1: It's very pretty I love it
0: Yeah it's it's a nice it's a nice little treat so don't get too upset if it's raining and the electrical parade is canceled even though electrical parade is fantastic it's one of our best shows. Um, Nightfall Glow is a nice compromise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. Um, and I also was doing... Um, I waited an hour for um, Haunted Mansion, the holiday nightmare.
1: Oh, my gosh. In the rain? I. Uh,
0: it wasn't raining at that point. Okay. It started raining once I was covered, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love the Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare here. Me it's so too. good.
1: It's so fun.
0: And it's it's on until January 3rd. Mm-hmm. So it's it's on for quite a while, which is nice. But it, it, it just opened uh, beginning of September here. So there you go. All right. I guess we should probably talk about Hong Kong, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we said, oh, we're talking about Hong Kong. And then we just talked about Tokyo for the... Most I know, here. we said
1: we weren't going to talk about Tokyo.
0: <laughs> Whoops. All right, well, that's going to change now. Okay. What are you talk about. So we're going to talk about how to plan a trip to Hong Kong and Disneyland. And before we start, you can buy your tickets and also meal vouchers and Airport Express tickets all through our affiliate, Kluke. If you go to tdrexplorer.com slash Kluke, that will take you to the homepage of Kluke there, and you can find your tickets on there. And any purchases made through that link is an affiliate link, and we do get uh, commission off of that just to be fully transparent. And it does help keep the website and everything running, so we really do appreciate it if you do use that link. And if you use our special offer code, K-L-K-T-D-R-E-X, you'll save $4 US off your very first purchase. So, again, that is tdrexplorer.com slash Kluke, and that's K L O O. Okay. And, yeah, so let's talk about Hong Kong. I love Hong Kong. Me
1: too. I feel like, like this is really like a, a two-part thing, right? Because there's planning for Hong Kong, the city, which you have to do. And then there's yeah. planning for the parks. So, like, when you do plan a trip for Hong Kong Disneyland, you have to really plan for both. It's like a must-do.
0: Oh, for sure. And we will definitely have another episode just on Hong Kong itself. Mm-hmm. But we figured... Doing Hong Kong Disneyland first and then Hong Kong later is really a good way to go. Then, we have, then we'll have have like a bunch of episodes that you kind of binge listen to.
1: Oh, for sure. Which is
0: good. <laughs> um,
1: like, how do you plan for Hong Kong when you're going? Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh,
0: I just go? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no. um, I guess probably the biggest thing is deciding when to go. Yeah. Now, for, for myself, of course, um, I try to go more than most people just because I need to talk about it right Mm -hmm. but of course there's times you should go times you probably shouldn't go and all the things in between um say I guess deciding when to go is probably the biggest thing for a lot of people right um I'm guessing that's the same for you as well deciding when deciding when when to
1: go and like the thing with my husband is that like sometimes he'll be like oh hey I booked a trip to Hong Kong and it's like what what you know so like that was the first time that we went he did that like he surprised us with it so we did not pick when to go actually he just sprung it on us so and it was for it was for christmas time and it worked out it was a really good time to visit and um the weather was great and i love the parks at christmas time it's just really pretty and the other time we went i forgot Eh, what did we do i guess that one we planned and that was like a summer trip i believe because it was summer vacation. Because it's when we all have vacation off.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah, so I think that's mm-hmm. part of it. Like part of it is, and you know, when you can go, and then when you should go, it doesn't always match up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's true. I I know a lot of people stress a lot about picking the perfect, absolute perfect day to go, and while I completely get that. At the same time, you're just going to drive yourself nuts.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Especially, especially with Hong Kong. Like I said, Hong Kong is easy mode.
1: It is easy mode. Like whenever you go, it's going to be fine. Except maybe Chinese New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. Don't go during that time.
0: Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. But like for the most part, no matter what. Like even if you went on a weekend, Mm -hmm. Hong Kong is still pretty manageable on a weekend. Agree. Normal weekend. Um so yeah don't stress too much about it and there's no crowd calendar for hong kong it really doesn't need one no it really doesn't so don't stress too much about that but um i guess the best months to go this is like my opinion also based off of um well experience and also um public holidays Mm -hmm. because those do make a big obviously a big difference um So for like the best months to go, I would say is October, November, December. So like the tail end of the year Mm -hmm. and then March, April and May. And the reason for that is uh, weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hong Kong is very, very humid.
1: It is. (laughs) Like
0: to the point where it's... ugh not fun like it gets humid here in here in japan yeah but hong kong takes it to another level <laughs> hong kong is bad
1: it's it's um, very humid i'm used to humidity so I, i'm i'm fine with it but i know a lot of people aren't and yeah. it's very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable and it can get quite dangerous as well for your health so you know be careful with that especially if you have kids or if you're traveling with older people you know what i mean
0: oh yeah you definitely want to take that into consideration mm-hmm. Um, I guess one note about October is, uh, China has their golden week, their version of golden week in the first week of October. Um, so while I say October is a good time to visit, not the first week, Mm -hmm. completely miss that. Otherwise you're going to have a bad time.
1: (laughs) So once everybody's done with their vacations, right?
0: Yeah. So how it works is so. Mainland China has their Golden Week, and of course, a lot of the Chinese like to travel. Mm-hmm. And of course, Hong Kong is right there, really easy to get to. It's on the mainland, right? Um, so getting to Hong Kong is really not that hard. And of course, Disneyland is up there for places to visit, and this applies to Shanghai Disneyland as well.
1: I mean, it kind of applies to here as well, right? Because they come here. Yeah, too.
0: It, uh, we see an influx in the first beginning or the beginning of October in mm-hmm. Tokyo. But not as bad as Hong Kong.
1: No, no, of course not. Yeah.
0: Hong Kong gets to like close to capacity levels Mm -hmm. during that time. So don't, don't do that. Um, And October is still actually kind of hot, kind of warm. Yeah. Like it's not summer level, but it's still pretty warm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, October, we have Halloween. And honestly, I think Hong Kong's Halloween is fantastic.
1: It's the Halloween that I've always wanted to go to.
0: their halloween in hong kong is just they do it so well there it's it's a it's like borderline not disney
1: (laughs) it's a very unique take on disney halloween right because it's more adult and it's a little scarier Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's very cool and
0: they always have a haunted house yes and for 2018 uh i guess they're going a little more family friendly this year
1: maybe uh, because wasn't the pinocchio one really
0: scary (laughs) yeah the the the, the, or was it
1: alice or what was it
0: it was pinocchio Pinocchio. and 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 the mad hatter ends up beheading someone and oh there you go yeah Yeah, (laughs) it was was pretty dark for like a disney thing it was i'm like oh wow okay that's (laughs) that happened all right cool uh but this year they're doing nightmare before christmas um my understanding is it's going to be a little more family friendly oh but still, like a haunted house walkthrough with Nightmare Before Christmas. How awesome is that? It's amazing. Like, no other Disney park is going to do that. No,
1: never. It ne- it's never going to happen. It's it's so unique, you know.
0: Right. Like, going to Hong Kong just for that alone is definitely worth it. It really is. Um. So, yeah. October. And then we got November, December. Uh, that's when Christmas starts. And then March. Uh, that's when... The Chinese New Year event will still be happening on that time, mm-hmm. even though Chinese New Year usually happens end of January, beginning of February. Um, I think twenty nineteen is the beginning of February this year.
2: Yeah,
0: and then we have April, May, which are just nice and warm times of the year. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable, and they'll have the the Easter events for that. And then for June through September, ugh, no, <laughs> don't do it. It's hot. <laughs> It is hot. Like, when I say hot, I mean, like, close to 40 degrees Celsius, whatever that is in Fahrenheit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, 90-something, 100-something Fahrenheit? Yeah. And add the humidity on top of that. Not fun. So, but their summer event is usually pretty fun.
1: Yeah, they're, all their events are really great, actually. They're really, they're really different from the other Disney parks. They're very charming in their own ways, you know? So hmm. I, li- I like the events that they've been putting out for the past few years.
0: Yeah, I feel like they've been, they're finding their own.
1: They've always kind of t- had their own charm.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very, very unique. Just like, you know, how Tokyo does things their way. Hong Kong does their way as well.
2: Yeah.
0: And I love that. Um, so, and, and And of course, throughout the year, there's certain holidays which I won't go through all of them um but if you just google um Chinese holidays um Hong Kong usually applies to most of them anyway Mm -hmm. um and of course you like you don't want to visit during a a holiday because it's gonna be busier than most days so
2: yeah
0: um the only problem because I know people love to book in advance and I know Walt Disney World conditions people to this (laughs) yes it does (laughs) uh you don't need to plan Hong Kong that far in advance. You really don't. You don't. Yeah. And like to the point where uh they'll they won't even announce like official dates for events like maybe a week or two before it actually starts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it, I know that drives people nuts. Yeah. Because people from Walt well, Disney World are really conditioned to know like making advance reservations half a year away and (laughs) dining reservations and fast pass reservations all that stuff you don't have to do that for hong kong so my like my advice for the events like if you really want to visit um like during a certain event plan to be like right in the middle of the event when it typically happens Mm -hmm. because if you try to do it too early there's a chance that they might change the date and it might not happen the same dates as it did the years previous. That would
1: be so sad. So don't do so
0: that. So try and do it like right in the middle. Like so for Halloween, they start in September, but visit in October and then October for sure, it'll be on.
1: Nice.
0: And same thing with um, Christmas, visit in December or at the end of November kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That, like that, that's a really good way to, to like to make sure that the event will be on during that time. Um. So that's a pretty good piece of advice i'd say for that um and then two days like really all you really need is two days two days for hong kong
1: three days would be bonus but you want to spend time in the city too so
0: yeah yeah for sure so i would say like two days three at the absolute most (laughs)
1: like if you're staying at the hong kong disneyland hotel and you want to lounge around and enjoy the hotel three days
0: yeah for sure like because you can do the park in two days. The park was a one-day thing before. That's not the case anymore. Um, you can't do Hong Kong in one full day, but I feel like you're going to miss out on some stuff. Yeah. And you're not going to enjoy yourself as much.
1: Two days is a must.
0: Yes. Yeah, so minimum two days, at the absolute most, three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't bother with any more than that, yeah. really. Yeah, no. Because um, make time to go actually see Hong Kong, because Hong Kong is a fantastic city. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about park tickets really quickly. Super easy. Park tickets are easy. They are easy. Um, you can buy them with your hotel reservation. You can do it right through the website. It works exactly just like the Disneyland and Walt Disney World websites because Disney owns Hong Kong Disneyland. So it's all the same system. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Really simple. You can buy it all through there. Um, or you can buy discount tickets through Kluk as well. If you want to do that. And Kluke also has uh, meal vouchers as well, where you can save money on your meals because Hong Kong is actually kind of expensive for meals.
1: It is actually, but the food is really good.
0: The food is good. Yes. Uh, We'll talk about that more in a minute, but yeah. Um, One thing about the park tickets, if you plan, if you do plan to visit on three days, like for three days Mm -hmm. or more, um, It's actually worth considering getting the silver magic access, which is their version of the annual pass. Right. So they have three levels. There's silver, gold, and platinum. Silver is obviously the lowest one. And um, also be careful with the silver magic access because it does have blockout dates.
2: No. Um,
0: It's typically major holidays and weekends. So if you're visiting like middle of the week, you're usually okay. Okay. Um, but always double check, and they have it on the website. They ha- they keep that up to date, so you don't have to worry too much about that. But how the math works out is the cost of a silver pass is about $140 US, and the cost of so you have you, if you want to go for three days, you'd have to buy a two day ticket and a one day ticket because they don't sell anything more than a three than a two day ticket. Mm-hmm. And combined, buying a one day and a two day is going to cost you $165. So Already right there, if you're going for three days, you just get a Silver access, silver Magic Access. You're going to save yourself $25 right there. And the best part about that is you can buy it online. So you don't even have to wait till you get to the park to do it. And then on top of that, if you buy the Silver Magic Access, you get access to the member site, which also has exclusive discounts. So you could save money on hotels and merchandise and food. Like they usually have deals for that kind of stuff, so it's worth considering. Uh, you probably have to play with the math a little bit to see how much how worth it it is, depending mm-hmm. on what you want to save money on. But it's a good thing to look into.
1: It's a pretty nice, especially value. for
0: especially for hotels because they do a lot of hotel deals,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which we'll talk about in a, in a second. So anyway, park tickets pretty simple. There, there's not a lot of options for that, which is good. Which is good. Ah, uh, transportation. I like Hong Kong because the transportation is so easy.
1: It's super, super easy.
0: And I know a lot of people stress about transportation, which fair enough. You're in a foreign country.
2: Yeah.
0: You don't want to stress about that stuff. And I totally get it. hundred um, percent. If you've done Tokyo or Shanghai before, Hong Kong is a walk in the park.
1: So easy. I it's mean, super simple. You've heard my PTSD from the Shanghai taxi cabs. Um, we use yeah. taxi cabs a ton in Hong Kong. We've never, never had any issues with them. They've always been fantastic. Um, so don't worry about riding taxis. The trains are great. Like all the transportation is great.
0: Yeah. So if you uh, want to get to, well, if you want to, when you arrive at the airport, you want to get to the park, of course. Um, So you're going to be arriving at the Hong Kong International Airport. There's only one. So that makes it really easy. Mm -hmm. Whereas Tokyo, there's two. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
0: So Hong Kong International Airport, super simple. Um, And there's three ways you can get to the park. Uh, One is the taxi, like you said, Patricia. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Very simple. Everything is uh, clearly marked. And you want to take the taxi that says um, it's the light blue taxis. Let's say Lantau Island. Mm-hmm. I probably said that wrong, but because um, that's where Hong Kong Disneyland is, because certain taxis only go to certain parts of Hong Kong. Right. Um, just to keep that in mind. But it, it's it's clearly marked. and It'll say Hong Kong Disneyland on it. So, like, trust me, you're not going to miss it. And it's all in English, too. And for a taxi, it's going to cost about $20 to $25. So if you have a group of people, it's that's affordable. It really is. And you can kind of go whenever you want. Like, you don't have to worry about anything else. Just kind of show up and there you go. Get driven right to your hotel room or your hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if you are staying on property, which you probably are, you can actually arrange for a shuttle pickup from the Disney hotels. And this is super simple to do. Once you make your reservation, you can coordinate over email, which makes it super simple. Um, with the reservations center and you can get a range of pickup for, uh, from a shuttle at the airport and it costs about $5 a person. And it's, it's, I think half price, half of that for children. Oh, nice. So if you have like, if there's like maybe one or two of you, that's actually really affordable.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, the taxi, if you have four or five people, it's, it's almost a wash in terms of price. um, but yeah, the shuttle, that's really cheap. And then the other way, if you want to take the train, this one's slightly more complex, but it's really not that bad, is taking the Airport Express. So you'll take the Airport Express from the Hong Kong International Airport. You'll go all the way to Tsing Yi Station. You get off there, and then you're going to kind of backpedal a little bit, and you're going to take the Chung Chung line to Sunny Bay Station and then you literally walk across the platform and there's the Disney train. Boom, done. So it's not that bad.
1: It's not like at all.
0: Yeah, so don't stress about it. It's totally it's super simple.
1: It's so and it's pleasant. It's like so easy. It's so so easy. Like and, and in some ways um it's cheaper than Tokyo. Like the taxis come out cheaper than Tokyo, which is nice. And then in, when you're in Hong Kong City, I guess when we were speaking, we we're talking about Hong Kong Disneyland, so we'll skip it, but Always, yeah, taxis. Yeah.
0: Taxis are good. Like, um you do kind of have to be careful of scams. I've never been scammed. I don't think you have been either. No. Um, but when you take taxis, especially from the airport, make sure you take the taxis from like the actual taxi stands. Yes, yeah. Because those are those are legit. And there's usually someone there that'll give you a printout of like where you're going and how much roughly it's gonna cost. Mm-hmm. So then there's no miscommunication and there's no way they're going to rip you off because it's a legit taxi. Right. But if you get into one where someone maybe comes up to you and says, hey, do you need a taxi somewhere? And you get in. No,
1: don't do that. that.
0: Is, yeah, don't do that. That They're likely an illegal taxi. and You don't want to do that. It, it does happen in Hong Kong. Um, there are signs saying, you know, don't do this. Only go to the official taxis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So. Um, just like, it's kind of traveling anywhere. You just have to be mindful of that kind of stuff. I've never seen that in Hong Kong. Like I see the signs telling you to be careful, but I've never actually seen it.
1: It might've been something that like used to be a bigger problem. Maybe maybe. it's gotten better in recent years. Who knows? I wonder.
0: But, but for Shanghai, it's like, it's everywhere. Yeah, Shanghai. (laughs) It's a,
1: it's a huge issue. I, 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 I'm still traumatized from that.
0: (laughs) Shanghai is kind of like the Wild West in terms of taxis when yeah. it comes to that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. So <sighs> uh, Okay, well, deciding where to stay. Well, that's kind of easy. If you're going to go to Disneyland, stay at the Disneyland hotels. Seriously. And they're pretty affordable.
1: They look really cute, too. Especially the fantastic. Explorers one.
0: Oh. Uh, explorers one is like hands down my favorite disney hotel
1: and i'm not saying that because it's the same name as the website
0: (laughs) (laughs) me either it's
1: actually really looks really really cute
0: next time you go you need to stay there Uh,
1: that's Uh, where we want to stay we go back next time so
0: okay do it seriously you won't be sorry
1: okay
0: people say it reminds them of like the wilderness lodge slash polynesian
1: oh perfect i love those those are two of my favorites
0: yeah so definitely do that um so, as we mentioned, you don't have to plan too far in advance
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, for the hotels. The reservations op- open four months in advance. Okay. So, And you don't have to worry about hotels. Most most of the time, unless it's a major holiday, the hotels don't book up all that quick. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Tokyo. So, <laughs> yeah. four months, get in there, you'll be fine. Um, but keep an eye out. They always have deals. Like... You shouldn't have to pay full price, to be quite honest, Uh, with a combination of if you get the annual pass, there's discounts with that, or they'll have special discounts where uh, if you book 21 days in advance, you can get like 15% off, or they'll have like a dining package of some sort where if you book two nights, you'll get, you know, free buffet or free character dining or something, right? They'll, they do something to kind of make you book through them. Mm Mm-hmm. And the good thing about this is these deals aren't through third-party websites either. So you have to book directly through Disney, which is what you should probably do anyway.
2: Right.
0: Um, like, you can book the, these Disney hotels through, like, booking.com and hotels.com, but you don't get those deals. hmm So just book it through the official Disney website and get get in on those deals. Um, so there's, the, there's three hotels. There's the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. The Explorer's Lodge, which is the newest hotel, and the Disney's Hollywood Hotel. Uh, The most expensive one, of course, is the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. And it's Victorian. (laughs) It's a Victorian (laughs) hotel, themed hotel. As soon as you go in there, it's going to feel very familiar if you've been to any other Disney properties, like the Floridian, I believe. It's like that. It's
1: it's kind of, I mean, basically, Tokyo Disneyland Hotel copied their hotel like (laughs) like even the building materials are the exact same building materials It's really interesting but it the exterior is different in hong kong and i think it's um it really suits the area it's really lovely
0: Mm, it's it's a gorgeous hotel yeah uh rooms start at about 335 dollars u.s or 2600 hong kong dollars um, and that's not getting a deal or anything like that, so that's like minimum I guess mm-hmm. without a deal so you can you can get cheaper for that. of course it goes up much higher, especially when you have the frozen sweets <laughs> the brand new frozen <laughs> sweets those work out to like seven hundred or some dollars a night right. on the kingdom club level. And I think kingdom club level they those start at about four to five hundred dollars a night
1: It makes sense.
0: Yeah, you, you get access to the club level, you get to say goodnight to Mickey or Minnie or Donald in their pajamas, there's the club level lounge, all that stuff. So, honestly, I like if, if it's within budget, I would stay in the Kingdom Club level.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> just because, like, the Hong Kong Design Hotel is gorgeous, but for just for a little bit more, just get the Kingdom Club level if you can get it on a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the mid-range hotel, which is the Explorer's Lodge.
1: It sounds so cute.
0: It's fantastic. You, uh, we've talked about it many, many times before on here. <laughs> it starts at about $285 US a night. Mm-hmm. And I know that this sounds expensive, and it kind of is, yeah.
1: But if, but again, if you've stayed at Disney before, it's, it's not too different from other Disney hotel prices. No,
0: it's not unrealistic or ridiculous in terms of pricing um and then we have the disney's hollywood hotel which is the cheapest one and it starts at 240 dollars us dollars and that's the um art deco themes you know we've seen that everywhere kind of thing Mm -hmm. but you can't go wrong with any of the hotels they have fantastic dining they all have character dining buffets breakfast buffets Uh, stores and other activities in the hotels and they all have pools except for the explorer no explorers does no they all have pools what am i thinking yeah they all have pools and all that um they're just fantastic just to soak in (laughs) (laughs) they really are but my preference is the explorers lodge if you're gonna stay very cool um, you can stay off site, but of course you're going to, cause Hong Kong is on an island. You're going to be probably staying in the city.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So just keep that in mind. Cause you're going to be doing a lot of commuting. So I would say stay at the Disney hotel. It's just, it just works out much easier. And of course you get all the perks too. They'll give you fast passes, priority passes. Um, sometimes they might give you early entry depending on what's happening at the park. Um, and other things like that. So good thing to keep in mind. Uh, let's talk about food All the
1: food is good
0: <laughs> Hong Kong has great food yeah. Now Hong Kong doesn't have as cute A food as Tokyo No
1: it doesn't, yeah that's true but
0: Or, but it's or good. even
1: Shanghai Shanghai has some really cute things too
0: Yeah But I guess Hong Kong's more practical In their food
1: Yeah it kind of is They do have some kind of things that will remind you Of like the US theme parks Like the the cotton candy Which is kind of nice you know which we don't have over here um in Tokyo. I don't I wonder why they've never done cotton candy here.
2: I don't know. Cuz it's
1: not like cotton candy doesn't exist in Japan. They have it at, like at the summer festivals and stuff.
0: Might be like uh a... Is it
1: too is it like too common?
0: Too common or maybe it's too much of a hassle, especially in the humidity?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but they Ah. have cotton candy there. And I think they have the the -the glow-in-the-dark cotton candy, which is fun. Yeah, they do. I love it. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, as mentioned, the breakfast buffets at all three of the hotels, they're great. They really are. Um, And they're even better if you can get them on a deal.
2: True.
0: (laughs) Uh, Dragon Wind is the best, in my opinion. That's at the Disney Explorer's Lodge. That is the best one for breakfast. <laughs> the food is fantastic and they have a fantastic, I say fantastic way too much. They have a lot of different uh, Western and Chinese options, mm-hmm. which is great. And I love that because I can experiment or try some foods I wouldn't normally order. So I can try just a little bit. And if I don't like it, I don't feel bad if I just had a little piece yeah, and not finish it. So I can kind of try things that way. So I I like that aspect of it. And of course, there's Mickey and Minnie and their adorable outfits and everything that you get to meet there too. And then there's the Enchanted Garden at the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Again, characters and Chef Mickey at Disney's Hollywood Hotel. We get to meet Mickey or Donald, which is always good.
1: It's so adorable. I don't like Big Breakfasts. So See, we I usually love big breakfast. you do. I like to grab something like a coffee in the morning, or like for like the kiddo, like at the bakery, grab him something at the bakery, and go. Didn't they just open like a Starbucks in Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland? Yes,
0: yes, they did. Ooh, it just opened.
1: I like that. Awesome. That would be so, yeah, that would be no where I would hit in the Starbucks.
0: morning. So for me, like I was actually talking t- about this with a friend. Uh-huh. So at, in Tokyo, if I'm staying on property at Tokyo, I don't like doing buffets. Because you have to get to Tokyo so much, so much earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just grab and go. But in Hong Kong, because Hong Kong opens so much later, normally they normally don't open till ten. Yeah. So I can get up at six, and take my time, get down to the buffet for seven, eat for an hour and a half. It's only eight thirty. Mosey on, like roll myself over to the bus. Yeah. <laughs> get on the bus. And then get to the park and it's only nine o'clock. And I I don't have to worry about eating. I don't have to worry about eating until late, like late afternoon. So for me, I like doing the breakfast buffets at Hong Kong Disneyland just because I have more time.
1: I understand that for sure.
0: That's just how I guess that's how I justify eating so much food.
1: (laughs) No, no, I understand. No, there's definitely like there's breakfast people and there's not breakfast. I, I can't eat breakfast in the morning.
0: I I know, I'm a
1: freak of nature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone's different. That's totally cool. It's fine. Um, I just, I guess when I'm in the park, I like to not have to worry about eating.
1: And I think, um, like, where you're talking about, like, from the breakfast buffets, what's really cute, too, is, like, the Mickey-shaped food and all of that. And when you're on vacation, it's, like, a really special moment. So I totally get that.
0: yeah. Especially if you can get it with a deal, like you keep mentioning.
1: <laughs> it just
0: sweets the pot.
1: <laughs> For sure. Um,
0: and then in the park, there's a lot of places to eat.
1: And the food is actually really, really good. It's very diverse. There's a lot of different options, you know? Yeah, so
0: there's vegetarian options, there's mm-hmm. halal options, western options, and of course, Hong Kong and Chinese options. Yeah um vegan not so much Mm. um that i'm that they advertise anyway um you'd probably have to do a little bit of digging for that unfortunately but um they do have advertised like vegetarian options which is good Mm -hmm. um but some of the best places that i think people can eat at is number one is the explorer's club restaurant again it has nothing to do with the name (laughs) (laughs) just a coincidence The Explorers Club restaurants, that's the restaurant that's attached to Mystic Manor. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot, like a lot of the restaurants in Hong Kong Disneyland are kind of cafeteria style. Yeah. Where they have different types of dishes themed to a different country. And then you just go up to the counter, order, and then you go and sit down. And Um, like
1: one of the things that I found a little confusing in the parks was that different lines at the same location will be for different foods.
0: Yeah, they do that a lot. <laughs> um, I guess it, I, I asked someone who worked there. I said, how come sometimes, like, you know, there's, like, let's say, Expo's Club restaurant. There's four places to order. Like, there's Korean food, Japanese food, and I think, like, Singaporean food and something else. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Anyway, sometimes, like, one of them will be closed, and you have to order from a different line. Yeah. Just like you said, and I asked that and they said, oh, it's just because it's not busy enough to have them all open. So they just kind of condense it a little bit, Mm -hmm. which um, I think, okay, well, that makes sense. And a lot of rest, like if you're visiting not during peak season, like you're not during summer, Chinese holiday or Chinese New Year uh, or Golden Week. There's a good chance a lot of restaurants are actually closed and they won't open.
1: They do that at Disney World, too, like during off season, certain really? restaurants are closed. Yeah, which is kind of like a pain or certain things are closed early, you know, and you're like, darn it. So, yeah, they, they sometimes do that as well. Like here in
0: Tokyo, like that's unheard of.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, the only thing that like that they'll do in Tokyo, which I find kind of irritating is that they'll close the restaurants before park closing, which is a big yeah. pain in the butt. So you have to eat like early. Before last year, yeah, because they'll
0: they'll start closing the like restaurants that are usually near the back of the park mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, to kind of like I guess flush people out. But anyway, uh, yeah, keep that in mind for restaurants at like Hong Kong Disneyland. They all won't be open. Yeah, um, but typically, restaurants like the Royal Banquet Hall, Starliner Diner, Explorers Club Restaurant, those three are typically almost always open.
1: Is there a way to check before you go? Like, like let's say the day before or something, like what restaurants are open or what restaurants are
0: closed? I don't think so. I think you have to do it when you're there. Okay. I've never thought to check, to be quite honest. I always check when I'm in the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I forgot to mention, download the app. They, they have an app, so make sure you download that. That'll tell you if the restaurant's open or not. Very simple. It's in all in English, so don't need to explain it. It's pretty easy to figure out. Um, the Royal Banker Hall, as I mentioned, that's another really good place to eat. They have a ton of different f- types of food. There's pizza, there's noodles, there's Japanese food, and that's also a place where they have the Duffy and Friends cupcakes. Aww. Uh, so if you want to eat Duffy or Gelatoni or Shelly May <laughs> or Cookie or Stella Lou, they have all of them as cupcakes.
1: It's so cute, but kind of scary. <laughs> you can eat them there.
0: <laughs> and then there's the Starliner Diner in Tomorrowland. Oh, the Royal Bank Halls in Fantasyland. Mm-hmm the starliner diners and tomorrowland that one's al- almost always open it's burgers and fries and fried chicken all right um in terms of tomorrowland food it's not bad like it's not it's not gonna win any awards anytime soon uh, but let me put it this way the burgers there are better than the ones that cape cod cook off at disney Sea.
1: there you go <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there you go if i'm being completely honest um and it's all Iron Man themed right now. Oh, that's, that's really probably cool. going to be It's probably going to be like that for a while. Nice. Um my favorite though they only have two like table service or I guess three table service restaurants. One's the Main Street Corner Cafe, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Right on Main Street, they have the Wagyu beef burger, which is fantastic mm-hmm. by the way. And they have that's where they have the afternoon tea set. Yeah. Uh they have the tea set there and they also have more Duffy themed desserts and stuff there as well. So that's really good. Um, you can make reservations, but you don't really need to. Um, if you go there during off peak hours, like after lunch and before dinner, um, there's usually not much of a wait. And then across the way is the Plaza Inn, which is all Chinese food. And so if you're not into that, you're not going to like it. I liked it. My mom and I went there. I like it last too, year. actually. It was quite nice. Yeah. They usually have, um, like, deals with, like, a dinner deal. It's usually, like, a family dinner deal because that's kind of how dining is in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. It's, like, family style. Yeah. So they usually have, like, a family style type of deal where you get, like, this kind of big feast, which is a little expensive. But if you're feeding five or six people, that's not that bad.
1: Yeah. It actually comes out pretty decently.
0: Yeah. Uh, then there's the Riverside Cafe, which is kind of, like, table service. It's right across from the Jungle Cruise. Um that one's hit or miss if it's actually open.
1: Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> I've only seen it open twice.
1: Oh, wow. The times I've been there. <laughs> so if you see it open, you should go and tell us how it is.
0: Yes. I, I did eat there, though, once, and it was good. Oh, cool. Can't complain. Um, And, yeah, so that's... And there's other restaurants, too. Uh, lots of different types of dishes and stuff. There's, like, the Tahitian Terrace. Um, Kind of, like, walking through my head in the... There's a Comet Cafe also in Tomorrowland. That one's hit or miss if it's actually open. That has more like noodle bowls.
1: Oh, yeah. Which are really good. We've like faux there. noodles and stuff. Yeah.
0: So good. It's really good. So good. Um, there's Clopin's Hoppin's Food. Clopin's <laughs> Hoppin's. Clopin's <laughs> Festival of Foods. I don't know where I got Hoppin from. Clopin's <laughs> <hoppin. laughs> Uh, Whatever. Anyway. That one's okay. I didn't really care for it all that much.
1: What do they have there?
0: Um, so they do the thing with the chicken, but it there's like bone in it, but they cut it up.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: See, I don't like that. Yeah. Because I find it hard to eat. Not that it not that it doesn't taste bad, it's just it's hard to eat. I understand. I find.
1: Yeah.
0: Which yeah, whatever. But it's more like noodle bowls and stuff like that as well. Uh Snacks. Let's talk about some of the snacks.
1: I like their ice cream.
0: Yeah, their ice cream is good. They have the character ice cream bars.
1: So cute! I love that stuff. There's
0: the the Lotso sherbet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so cute.
0: And the the Stitch sherbet as well, which is like raspberry, I believe.
1: Yeah. Why is blue always raspberry? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't
0: know. should be something else. <laughs>
1: um, Blueberry. <laughs> and then
0: there's and then of course there's the Mickey and Minnie bars as well. I love it. Which are pretty standard.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite, the Mickey Mini bars.
0: Um, At the bakery, they do have the cute donuts.
1: See, I feel like it's so hot. Uh Uh-huh. That I don't want (laughs) to eat. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like donuts, like, well, if you go for autumn or winter, like you were saying before, then it makes more sense. And it's really cute, is the thing, you know? So you Mm want to eat the donuts, but it's just so hot outside, I feel like. Mm
0: like why yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i get it and i get i get it i get it but you know
0: i've had the donuts in the summer and <laughs> it just melted in my hand like my hand was just covered in icing no. and i just thought this is terrible <laughs> like so the donuts themselves so they have like donald mickey minnie um duffy shelly may i don't know how they made them different but they did uh-huh. <laughs> And they're just like these oversized donuts. They're just like normal glazed donuts with icing. So th- honestly, the flavor is really nothing special. It's just a glazed donut with icing on it. That's no more no less. It just looks really cute.
1: They also, so, in Hong Kong, they do cake pops? Yes, yes. So if you're coming some over cake from Japan, there. you know, you don't really see cake, cake pops that often, which might be cute no, if you're not, visiting from not here. not that common. Yeah.
0: That's true. And also the egg tart.
1: And of course, okay, so that you have to get. Cause... Yes,
0: because that's a specialty in Hong Kong is the egg tart.
1: Oh, it's so, that's really, that's you like should like just be eating thing. egg tarts all day, quite honestly.
0: <laughs> I love egg tarts. They're so good. They're so good. It's so good. So, yeah, have an egg tart for me, please. Please do,
1: yes. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> they should, do, um, they, do they make the egg tarts? I feel like if they don't, they should. They should make them in the shape of, like, Mickey.
0: And they're just round. I
1: know, right? They should make it in uh, the shape of Mickey.
0: They should. People will go nuts.
1: They would. They would lose their shit. Oh, no, sorry. And, sorry. <laughs> 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 and they out.
0: have uh, the bubble waffle. Hong Kong is famous for the bubble waffle.
1: That's right. Okay, so when we were there, that wasn't a thing. So that's something to try for sure.
0: Yeah. And in, in the summer, they do a thing where they'll put ice cream in, in it instead of whipped cream. Heck yeah. And they put like a little Mickey chocolate Mickey ears on it. It's really cute. Um, bubble waffles. Good. Um, it just tastes like a waffle. <laughs> you know, it's nothing like earth shattering in terms of flavor, but it looks cool and it tastes good.
1: It's good for Instagram.
0: That's true. It's cute. And then of course, uh, as we mentioned, Starbucks, um, they don't have the We Are Here or We Are Here, You Are Here mugs. Um, Not they yet. might get them at some point, I'm sure. Oh, they will. But they don't have them right now. Yeah. They just have normal Starbucks. Uh, they had like Disney Parks Starbucks cups. I guess, I think those are the ones that are in the US anyway.
1: They have the, so that's what they first had in the US and they've changed them now. So I'm pretty okay. sure they're going to get their own stuff pretty soon.
0: That'll be awesome. Yeah. If they had a, you are here and it's Hong Kong Disneyland.
1: I want that for sure.
0: Heck yes. Ugh, I want that. All right. Enough about food. We need to talk about things to do.
1: What? <laughs> so far we just talked about food. Oh, this isn't, yeah. I was like, wait, what do you do at the parks normally? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Wait, there's attractions.
0: <laughs> so yeah, attractions. Um, good thing with um, Hong Kong. Like there's, attra- there's a lot of attractions, but there's not a ton of attractions, if that makes sense. Um. I guess uh, some of the must-dos. Of course, if you've done any planning on Hong Kong Disneyland, you would have heard of all these, of course. And maybe for some of you, the main reason to go to Hong Kong Disneyland is because you want to ride Mystic Manor.
1: Yes, right.
0: And you know what? I don't blame you one bit.
1: Yeah, you're right. You should. Many Mystic times.
0: Manor is, hands down, their best ride. It's amazing. It is phenomenal ride and every theme park fan needs to experience it at least once but thankfully with Hong Kong you can probably ride it 20 times (laughs) (laughs) easily so make sure you do Mystic Manor make that a priority yeah just make it a priority (laughs) Um, and also they have the Big Grizzly Mountain Runaway Mine Cars man which is like it's like a hybrid between Big Thunder Mountain and Mount Everest
1: I really want to ride that. It was closed when we were there.
0: Er, no. I know, bummer. I I guess we should talk about closures. Um just like most things with Hong Kong, they don't announce a lot of things ahead of time. So closures don't Like I couldn't really find a straight answer when they announce closures, but it looks like around a month. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. Okay. So I would say when you're planning, do your best to keep your dates flexible mm-hmm. just in case there's the off chance you check and, heaven forbid, Mystic Manor or Big Grizzly Mountain run- Runaway Mine Cars is closed that day. Because it, it's happened to me once yeah. where it was closed the one day I was there.
1: No, just that one day. What a bummer.
0: Yeah. So keep that in mind. So maybe keep your dates a little flexible. Or, if you know, if you're going for two days or something, if it's closed one day, then make sure it's like a priority for the next day. Make sure it is open for the next day kind of thing. So keep that in mind because I, I would I would hate for someone to come all the way over and then find out Mystic Man is closed. That would be devastating.
1: But you know what? I think that they would have such a good time at Hong Kong Disneyland anyway that they'd probably yeah. want to come back in the future. And you know what? It gives you an excuse to come back.
0: That's true. Very true. And then of course uh, we have the Iron Man attraction, which is essentially Star Tours, but Iron Man. I'm
1: gonna write it. I love American comic books, so I'm I really I prefer excited.
0: Iron Man. I prefer the Iron Man over Star Tours.
1: Really? Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: So make sure you check that out. Um, and we have Hyperspace or we we have uh, Hong Kong has the Hyperspace Mountain. Uh,
1: ha, 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 ha. yeah. Which is good. It's
0: very cool. Uh the Star Wars overlay for that. And Jungle Cruise, the Jungle River, River Cruise. Um, the cool thing about this is there's three lines and there's three different languages. So there's English, Cantonese, and Mandarin. So, of course, most of us are going to probably pick English. Um, and it's, it's good fun. It really is. The last time we went, the skipper was hilarious. <laughs> she, yeah, she said something along the lines of, all right, now we're now we're departing for our two or like two long days and three romantic nights or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was hilarious.
1: Their jungle cruise is very very cool.
0: Yes, so make sure you make sure you do that, and they do have other um, kind of clones in a way. Mm-hmm for a lot of other tra- like it's a small world um toy story land now which is, i guess is kind of cloned in a lot of places
1: um, oh my god it's everywhere <laughs>
0: that's true um so yeah those are but those are some of the best attractions you need to do um and then in terms of entertainment they actually have a lot yeah for one little park they have a lot of entertainment um by far though the absolute must like don't miss this whatever you do is mickey and the wondrous book
1: that was not open when we were there so
0: you need to go see it it is their best show hands down oh
1: for sure we would
0: it is so good um if you don't have a priority pass for it because you might get one when you're uh staying at the disney hotels if you don't have one Uh get there at least half an hour ahead of time because the show does fill up
1: sure sure of course
0: so make sure you do that. And when you're getting a spot to sit, everyone's going to bum rush the front. <laughs> if you go, so there's like a big um, gap in the middle, yeah. like a like so people can walk. Go into the row that is just behind that gap. Okay. Where most people aren't going to think to go. Because if you go there, go right in the middle, you get to see over everybody's head and you have a perfect view of the stage. Because if you're too close, you're kind of jerking your head back and forth. Yeah. So if you're far back right up against like the the walkway, you're not going to have people's heads above you. True. Which is perfect. And the show is half Cantonese, half English. So there's also subtitles on the side on the right side of the stage. So the further back you are, the easier it is to read the subtitles and also look at what's happening on the stage.
1: I wish they would do that here actually with the subtitles. Yeah.
0: I don't know why they don't well uh, that's a whole podcast yeah it? So, I think we won't get into that we won't get into that we'll be here forever um, so anyway mickey and the Brooke, make sure you see that they also have their daytime parade the flights of fantasy it's
1: a really nice parade
0: which is a cute parade uh we also have the paint the night
1: i parade. freaking love paint the night i love it it's so
0: good and paint the night originated in hong kong yes that's where it first debuted so make sure you stick around for Paint the Night and there's also the Festival of the Lion King.
1: Their Festival of the Lion is King really is very good.
0: Yes, there it's really it's it's different than the one at the Animal Kingdom. Yes.
1: I would say it's better.
0: So don't skip it. Definitely don't. It's like they do a retelling of the Lion King and they get quote unquote actors to play the characters. Mm-hmm. So it's like a stage show of a show.
1: It's really, really great. So don't miss it's it meta. because you've, if, if you've been to Animal Kingdom, you're like, oh, I seen it. No, go see it because it's like it's yeah. different.
0: Yeah, don't skip it. Trust me, you you won't be sorry. Um, and then there's also the because uh, there's no fireworks show right now because of the castle, which we'll talk about in a moment. Right. Um,
1: when they do have fireworks, though, it's very nice fireworks.
0: Yeah, because. They're on an island, so they can do as many fireworks as they like.
1: Right, and, <laughs> the and like, bothering people. One of the things I really love that it's like it's not the actual show itself; it's kind of like a side effect of the show. Um, I love seeing people's reactions to the fireworks because it seems like the locals really, really, really love fireworks, and seeing people get really excited and happy, and they're like, "Wow!" Like, I love that. I love seeing the reactions of the people as well. <laughs>
0: that's awesome
1: right
0: yeah I love that um but yeah there's no fireworks right now because of the castle being under renovation but um there's the We Love Mickey show that's going on for a little bit longer and it's the it's a nighttime projection show along Main Street and Mickey kind of shows up at the end of Main or at the beginning of Main Street comes out says hi some stuff and then leaves Mm -hmm. it's not the greatest show but it's meant to just like a placeholder so sure it's fine. Don't feel like you need to wait forever for it. Kind of just show up just before it starts and you're good. <laughs> it, it's always happening at park closing anyway. So you're going to be in the area. So might as well watch it. True. Um, we were, We really went over on this, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> I feel like Hong Kong, there's so much to talk about. People. I, the, I, it it's... used to break my heart when people would call it like a half-day park. And I'm like, no, it's not a half-day park. It's it's so much better than that, especially now that they've added so much. But even before, when it was like just like really like a very small, intimate park, I would say you could spend definitely all day there. So I, I love it. I love Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, I, I I adore Hong Kong a lot. For me, Hong Kong is very. It feels very personal.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Just because it's it's smaller, it's more intimate, like you said, and the crowds aren't as big which is good and bad i guess mm-hmm. but for the most part the crowds aren't that bad <laughs> unless you're visiting chinese new year but that's a different
2: story
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but coming from tokyo it's such a nice change of pace yeah it's nice uh and then we have character greetings hong kong is very big on the character greetings right so much so that the wait times for character greetings will get longer than attractions so keep that in mind <laughs> There's a ton of character greetings like throughout the entire park. Um they have a list on the official website so you can go check that out. Um but one thing they do do in the morning is they almost always open let guests into the park 30 minutes before the park open. So they'll they'll let you onto Main Street USA in like the hub area. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, I shouldn't say the hub area. Just like halfway down Main Street USA. And they'll have character greetings. So Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Chip and Dale, Pluto, Goofy. They'll come out and have like certain spots on Main Street. And those queues get up there pretty quickly. So you can get ahead of the game if you get to the park just before the 30 minute mark. And then get in, do a couple character greetings. And then by the time you're done, the park will be open. And he didn't lose any time in the park.
1: Not bad. And so, let me so tell you, you one thing that they do there that they don't do here anymore is that they have the characters wearing their holiday costumes that you can take pictures with, which is nice if you want to take a picture with Mickey in his Halloween costume or his Christmas costume or his anniversary costume. You can do that there. Or his Chinese New Year's costume. And you can't do that here anymore. So it's a really nice opportunity to do that.
0: I agree 100% with that. I, I Yeah, they don't do that here in Tokyo. I just think, Probably because the lines would get too ridiculous out of control.
1: They stopped doing it. I don't know why they stopped. I I, used, I think it was really nice before, but...
0: Yeah. Say lovey. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're a character fan, you're gonna love Hong Kong. Trust me. There's a lot of opportunities to get them in costumes and all this stuff, and it's great. It really is. And also you get to meet Cookie.
1: Cookie, that's right. And we didn't mention Cookie.
0: It's the only Disney park where you can meet almost all the Duffy friends. That's right. Except Olu, but you you can meet all the other ones. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. So if you're if you're a massive Duffy fan, then you know, sorry Disney Sea, but Hong Kong Disneyland is better.
1: Yeah, and um, what's cool is their merch is unique too to that park. So
0: yeah, so it's not just a copy from Disney Sea. Yeah. So uh, is that a good thing for your wallet? Maybe mm. not. But... <laughs> It is what it is, right? Yeah. Man, that, that that's a lot for Hong Kong, but I think I think we did really good. Like you can, it's pretty easy to plan a trip for Hong Kong.
1: It is, and, and it's nice. You can relax. You can take it easy compared to like some of the other parks. I mean, it's still a Disney park, so you still have to like manage your time and everything. But it's not such an ordeal.
0: Definitely not. I guess talking about one of the listener questions that I get almost on a daily basis is uh, when is the castle going to be done? Yeah. Because right now the Sleeping Beauty castle is being transformed into its own unique castle. Yeah. They started it early this year and they're just starting on the actual castle itself. Um, Like the scaffolding has started to go up behind the castle. Oh. Still not in the front. But like most of the like the area surrounding the castle is all like boarded up and stuff. Um, they said it's going to be done sometime in 2019, but to be quite honest, looking at how much work like visually on the castle itself, I don't think they're going to get it done to like 2020. To be quite honest. Oh wow, it doesn't look it doesn't look like they're going to get done for 2019. Yeah, but like, of course, I'm not an architect or anything at all. Like, I'm just this is just me guessing which i'm probably completely wrong anyway but they they probably have a ton of like foundation work they have to do because they're adding like there's going to be a like, bigger moat and like water fountains and stuff like it's going to be like that whole era is going to be completely different when they're done so like optimistically probably not until 2020 sometime
1: okay all right
0: um but should people wait mm. If it's a once in like absolute once in a lifetime, maybe you should.
1: Why not? Cuz you know what? Who knows? There might be um new things open at that time, new entertainment. So, I mean, waiting is not going to hurt you in any way.
0: No. Um if you know you can go back at some point, like maybe go back again a few years down the road, then yeah, going now is fine. Nothing wrong with it. It's kind of interesting to see cuz I don't think we're ever going to see this again in our lifetime is they're actually changing the castle.
1: That's nuts.
0: Like, they're never going to do that at any other Disney park, I don't think.
1: I don't think so either.
0: It would be unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see, like, something historic, then go do it. Go, go check it out and see the progress. Um, Park tip. Get meal vouchers through Kluke. You can save some serious money on food because food is kind of pricey in hong kong anywhere between like 16 17 dollars just for a f- counter service meal so with the Kluke vouchers uh you can get um you can order from certain restaurants like the explorers club restaurant and you pay i think it's like 18 17 18 dollars for the Kluke voucher mm-hmm. but you can use it use it for meals that are, are worth even more than that and you also get um, like a free popcorn or ice cream on top of that.
1: And we both so. used Kluke before. It's very easy to use. It's reliable. So um, we, I, I recommend it. I, 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 and I imagine you do too.
0: Yes. I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't think they were reliable. I know a few people have asked if they're reliable. And yes, they are. I wouldn't recommend them if they weren't.
1: Yeah. And we both used it before. So we have experience with it. And I've never had any problems with it at all.
0: Yeah. Of course, if you read negative things online, there's always going to be someone who's not happy with something. So take into consideration what you're actually reading. (laughs) It's not always... You know how online reviews get. All right. We are way over time on this one, but that's okay. I think everyone's going to appreciate that. Now you can plan your entire trip to Hong Kong Disneyland with just this one podcast episode. Ding ding. All right. But before we go, we have to thank some explorers who are contributing to us on patreon yay uh do you want me to go first sure okay so big thank you to Acro acro disney girl alex angela mama explorer benjamin bryson carl carrie claire claudia darren dave david disney it girl and holly
1: and thank you to jp jane jess kathy Lee, Leanne, Marie, Sarah, Sophie, Thomas, Timothy, Tracy, and Murray. Murray is such a cute name.
0: <laughs> so thank you so much, Explorers, for contributing to us on Patreon. Thank you so much. We cannot thank you enough. And if you'd like to contribute to us on Patreon, you can do so by going to TDR or going to Patreon.com/slash TDR now. Make sure you rate, review us, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And leave us those five stars. Leave us a review. It really does help other people find us. So make sure you go and do that. Give us a good review. Please and thank you. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find everything that we talked about on this episode on our website at tdrxplore.com. And we're everywhere on social Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, MySpace, all under TDR Explorer. We're actually not on MySpace. <laughs> Jeez. Whew. Um, I'm Chris, Chief Content Editor of TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And joining me, as always, is the beautiful Patricia.
1: Hi, guys, it's me, Trish. You can find me at Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm dreaming of planning a trip to Hong Kong because it's such a fun and charming park.
0: All right, explorers, until next time.
1: Keep exploring.